You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? It's Harrison Phillips here, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellows on the Circle of the Wagons podcast on Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Where else would you rather be than right here? Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Ding dong, the Pats are dead. On a cold and chilly night in Buffalo in January... Your Buffalo Bills have defeated the New England Patriots in the wild card round, forty-seven to ten. Did I say defeated? Because I, I meant pulverized. <laughs> did I? Wait, did I say pulverized? Because I meant they snot bubbled them. And did I say snot bubbled? Because they called in the corner, and there's a DOA in Orchard Park. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this recap episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and we're going to discuss the Buffalo Bills victory over the New England Patriots, the embarrassing victory over the New England Patriots today, 47 to 10 in the wildcard round of the playoffs to move to the divisional round of the playoffs. We're going to go over our thoughts on the game, some stats of the game, our sweet sassy molassy plays of the game, and as always, our wall of famers and wall of shamers with some help from our followers on Twitter. We're going to do our podcast giveaway uh, as well, some giveaways as well. But first, I'm joined by my co-hosts John and Mike. And fellas, this is—I'm still riding this high from this win uh, that we had. This was—I uh, thought going into the game that the Bills were the better team, but when they're the better team, you never know exactly how it's going to go. You don't know how weather's going to affect the game, if at all. Uh, because it was very chilly. There was a wind chill of minus seven, I believe it said in the broadcast. And you don't know if there are going to be, you know, if the Bills are going to beat, beat themselves up. Are they going to make any mistakes to cause the Patriots to to get a foot in the door uh, and maybe have a chance at, at winning the game? Kind of like uh, that first meetup they had this season. Or is it more like the second meetup where, uh, where they basically, they won the game outright and the Patriots weren't really didn't really have a chance. Well, this this was the best of all worlds, and it was on a national stage. And uh, this is this was probably the biggest win since maybe last season's divisional game win against the Ravens. But even then, I mean, this is this has so much more ramifications. It has the Belichick era. It has the AFC East. I mean, this is the third time that these teams have played each other in like five weeks. Uh, this was a huge win, and this is—I mean—it was just domination from start to finish 
uh, for the Buffalo Bills, uh, from all the way from you know coaching staff to uh, to offense, defense, special teams, you name it. The Bills just they just took care of the Patriots in every single way imaginable, and it felt amazing. John, I'll start off with you. Uh, how are your thoughts on, on on the win, and are you still riding this high as well? Yeah, man, this was epic. Like, you know, like the old Batman, like, you know, they're fighting the villains, and it's like, pow, wham, bam, blammo, and they're, you know, doing everything perfectly right. It was great fight sequence, beginning to end. It was fantastic. And like, you know, heading into the playoffs, it's like, oh, the, you know, the Bills could, you, you had the feeling that the Bills could beat anybody, right? But now it's almost like, it's almost up a level. It's like, not only could the Bills beat anybody, but they could obliterate anybody. They could decimate anybody. They're, the, from the last few weeks of the season, last four or five weeks, and then you have this game, they're running on all cylinders. The offensive line has improved. The running game has improved. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. The defense is still the number one defense. Like the, there's very few flaws with this team. Like, okay, there's okay. Maybe they don't have the greatest punter who didn't need to punt today or the, you know, they had, they've had some issues with punt return, fumbling issues. Oh, let's just put hide back there. It's fine. You know, like the, the issues that they do have aren't that bad. And like, everything you know min- minimal penalties like minimal mistakes like they're rock solid right now and they have been for several weeks this is the perfect time to be that way i i understand that like there's tougher challenges as had kansas city you got tennessee or cincinnati um green bay or whoever in the super bowl like i'm thinking way far ahead here but like they they can do this Mike, what do you think? You, you know what they say. It's funny. Real quick before Mike starts, is they say defense wins championships, and if that's the case, I mean, the way that the Bills' defense showed up today, and then you don't, you know, you add in the amazing, you know, Josh Allen, the offensive line coming together, the run game coming together. I, special teams might be a, a, a small weakness, but still, uh, Mike, what did you think? Yeah, it's so exciting, as you guys said, to see them hitting on all cylinders. It was we we've kind of run out of superlatives for Allen, but more touchdowns than incompletions. I don't think anybody saw that. Um, and the first perfect game, first perfect offensive game in NFL history, right? Like no punts, no field, no field goals, no turnovers. Like it's incredible for it to happen in the playoffs against the Patriots who've owned us for 20 years and Belichick, the defensive genius that couldn't have come in a better time. This, this win wouldn't have felt half as good as it was. If it was like the chargers, you know what I mean? There's just so much history, so many, so much scar tissue from the Patriots. I mean, I'll, I'll give my own quick example is I remember the, maybe it was the second game I ever went to in college I remember it was cool because, like, I was able to get tickets from my dad. I went to UB, so I was like, oh, cool. You know, I got tickets to go to the, the Bills-Patriots game. And my buddy in uh, in college, um, his his name was also Mike, as I call him, other Mike, college Mike, college Mike, and uh, not to be confused with co-host Mike for the podcast. And uh, 
we went there and like this is awesome we're going to the the bills patriots game like this and the the patriots just ran up the score on the bills i believe this still might be the record but it was the biggest home loss in their franchise history and i remember thinking like remember seeing tom brady just throwing bombs to randy moss when they were already up by like 35 points and just like in, deep in the fourth quarter like what are you doing <laughs> you know like this isn't about winning now like now you're trying to run up the score i remember being so angry not only that they were doing that but the fact that the bills had absolutely no response to the new england patriots in that game there's nothing that they could do to even stop them from running up the score by five six touchdowns and I remember that feeling of like, uh, I guess, helplessness or whatever it was. You're just like, man, like, I hope someday my team is good enough. They can actually stop the Patriots from doing that, from embarrassing me. And then on the flip side of that, like, I hope my team is good enough that I'll actually embarrass the Patriots. <laughs> and that's, I guess that's my personal story. That's in my own, this my own axe to grind. That was, uh, that axe was ground today, I feel <laughs> in today's win is that is that the right way of saying my my i have an axe to grind and it was ground it's ground now it's sharpened i guess i don't know Dulled, I, love, I, don't know. I love a good axe grinding <laughs> this was this was this was one of my few axes to grind and uh yeah it's all ground so amazing win by the buffalo bills just i mean well, talk- was, the, well was your act your axe was against the patriots not against brady because uh, like all the Patriots fans, it's it's like that meme with Homer Simpson like emerging into the bush and he'll reemerge. Like, all those Patriot fans, they have a second team, man, they have a, or they now have, a first team. Yes, yeah. Team Brady, Bucks fans, right? They all become Bucks fans. Unbelievable how that could happen. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, do you guys have any personal? Does this feel uh, like on a personal level with you guys? Uh, I know maybe you don't have the same story as I do from. Uh, going we, to we don't have game. a story because we weren't invited, Nate. <laughs> well, you guys were in college. You guys were on your own colleges doing your own thing, you know? So it's, uh, that's more of what it was. It wasn't personal. <laughs> Do you have an axe to grind against me because I didn't invite you? <laughs> John and I were not like a country. We weren't at USC, man. <laughs> 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 when you're in college, like Ithaca or wherever it was to like Buffalo is that's like that might, might as well be on the other side of the country. It might as well be USC, <laughs> USC Gamecocks, USC California, whatever. Trojans doesn't matter. Do you guys? I mean, this has got to be a personal level for you guys in some capacity. Maybe not like I said a specific story, but just I feel like John and I. I'll let John speak for himself, but when you hang on to that fire, you're only burning yourself. <laughs> Right, John? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for me, I... Like, Nate's, age, Nate's aged, like... <laughs> Holding on to this grudge. Holding on. <laughs> With the, every fiber of his being. Go ahead, John. Nate, Nate is nothing if not begrudging of things. <laughs> what were you going to say, John? I, for me, I it, it's it was already over, right? They've won the division two straight years in a row. I mean, for me, it was over last year. But, I mean, not to say that this wasn't great. I mean, it's just the icing on the cake, you know. Now the Bills are, what, 12-1 and against AFC East opponents in the last two seasons. That's amazing, right? Like, <laughs> And they beat the Patriots four out of the past five. Yeah. 
coinciding with Brady's departure. Yeah. And and that's not to say they can't they can't go toe to toe with Brady. I mean, the overtime against the Bucks, like if, if they ended up facing Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, I I would still feel pretty good about that game. And I tweeted this out too. It's like the the there's a legit Bills revenge tour that could very well happen, which will probably happen, especially if the Bills go to the Super Bowl and win it. And that is obviously winning this game against New England Patriots because of obviously Belichick and, and the history there. The next game would be the Kansas City Chiefs, which we know from the, you know, actual revenge from the AFC Championship game last last year. And then they would play the Titans most likely in the AFC Championship game, which we know that the blood there, right? I don't know about then, most likely. Cincinnati's got a pretty good squad. I could see them beating Tennessee. They almost lost to the Raiders, John. Like let's, let's and, not get and if Tennessee wins, I'm I'm sorry, Cincinnati wins, we would get another home game in the AFC Ooh, Championship. We would. We would. So, I mean, I might want to root for the Bengals there. <laughs> that sounds yeah, yeah, but but yeah, and then if they play in the uh, in the Super Bowl against Brady and beat them, man. This could be this Super Bowl if 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 it happens the way I just described it, um, would be the Super Bowl of all super of all Super Bowls to go through with that many teams that there's just that history. Music City Miracle with the Titans, obviously, all that stuff, and would, then Brady. Would, would the bigger Super Bowl revenge game be Brady or Cowboys? So somebody somebody brought that up on Twitter. It's, it's tricky. I could see I, it going either way. I, I like the Cowboys. I really want to beat the Cowboys, but let's save them for next year. Let's beat the Brady this year while we know we still have him. <laughs> we don't know if he'll be in the in the in the league yeah. next season. We know he's in this season. I, let's beat him this season and then next season we'll worry about the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I do think the Brady victory over Brady would be sweeter only I mean the Cowboys I mean that was thirty years ago, right? Like Brady's been beating us for two decades straight. So Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, seven possessions, seven touchdowns tonight. Um, man, I'm just going to go into uh, stats of the game. Stats of the game. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So you're telling me there's a chance. All people can come up with statistics to prove anything, Kent. 40% of all people know that. Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. I mean, let's start off with Josh Allen. 21 for 25, 308 yards passing, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Now, when I say that stat line like that, I don't. I feel like it doesn't give it the credence because I only read it once, and maybe I'll read it a second time just slower. 21 for 25. He only incompleted four passes. Like Mike said, he incompleted less passes than touchdowns he threw. 21 for 25, 308 yards passing, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Fire emoji rating for Josh Allen. Um, If you go anything under out of five, if you guys go anything under like what? A million? Like, I mean, there's there's no fire emoji rating high enough. I, I won't even ask you guys. I know that's what it is. Um, Devin Singletary leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills. Another great game by Devin Singletary, 16 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen, second leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills, six carries, 66 yards, uh, 
no touchdowns, longest yard, longest rush was 26 yards. I mean, he had over 374 yards of total offense by himself in today's win. Hey, how, how crazy is it? Unlike those scrambles, like he just, he's like running through defensive linemen, like, <laughs> and like the juke on like the linebacker, like the guy who's supposed to spy on him, like <laughs> on Judon. Yeah. Yeah. Like Allen is like, it, and it's not just like like some of these quarterbacks that can only run or or whatever. He can do both so well. He can he can throw the most perfect deep ball into the end zone, or he can scramble for thirty yards like it's nothing. Like he's just like Earl Campbell, you know, out there. Like he can do everything. It's just, do you want to live with ridiculous. him in a log cabin, John, in the woods? <laughs> Well, if John's not going to live friends. with him, I will. I will. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to. My wife would love that arrangement too, by the way. <laughs> she's she's mentioned as much. Um, what's funny is when Josh Allen was our rookie quarterback, speaking of my wife, she was like, oh, he looks really young, blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't say that four years into his career. Maybe after that, he signed that huge contract. Uh, she doesn't think he looks so young anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. It, Money has a way of maturing people. <laughs> it's like that uh, meme where, like, the guy's with uh, with his girlfriend, and 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 he's looking at the girl that's going the other way, and his girlfriend's like, "Hey, that's like me and my wife. Like, she's looking at Josh Allen, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm still here." Um, yeah, Josh Allen. There's nothing he can't do. You're right, my. You're right, John. About like his ability to run. Like he he juked Matthew. Matthew Judon out. And then there was that DB where like, you think about like, okay, if you're juking like a defensive lineman, that's a little bit different or a linebacker. Like those guys are big. Like, you know, once they get their movement or their, their motion going one way or another, it's a lot harder to, it's a lot easier to juke them. But when he's doing it to a DB (laughs) and like, after like, he's, I mean, he juked him out of his shoes. Like it it was like a basketball move where uh, the guy just fell over (laughs) essentially. Like unbelievable. This this game in general was just I, I, I joked around about it on Twitter about saying that like I'm basically going to have I mean I could I could essentially quit watching pornography because like I could just watch this game over and over again because it would have the same exact experience because it was it was unbelievable. The game start to finish was was highly, highly erotic as a Bills fan. Leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, Dawson the Jugger Knox. Five receptions on five targets for 89 yards, two touchdowns, almost a third, almost a third touchdown. Went down at the one. Um, amazing. Dawson Jugger Knox. Already, you know, it's funny. After that happened, I, I sent out the RT Public site, and uh, people have been buying those t shirts um, at a rapid pace. Tpublic.com slash stores slash CTWpod. So check that out there, our Juggernox shirt. Um, Stefan Diggs, the next leading receiver, uh, three receptions on four targets for 60 yards. Uh, Gabe Davis had a touchdown. Emmanuel Sanders had that great touchdown. Uh, and uh, Tommy Doyle, Tommy Doyle, offensive lineman. The Bills have been calling offensive linemen uh, eligible all season long and uh, finally connected, got that touchdown. Uh, great catch by the rookie. Great way to celebrate it, um, and that was the uh, the Bills' side of the ball statistically. 
Patriots side of the ball, Mac Jones, 24 for 38 for 232 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. You know, guys, one of the things I was, uh, I was listening to the pregame show, and uh, I think the best case scenario for today's game for Mac Jones happened because he didn't play like absolute garbage and he didn't play amazing. He was just kind of so-so. And we know as Bills fans, like the worst place to be is quarterback limbo, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick where like you think he's the guy, but you're not 100% sure, but you're not 100% sure he's not the guy. So you keep resigning him and you keep giving him more and more chances. Like that's what you would wish on like your worst you know, your the enemies of your division is you want them to never be sure if they have the right guy, but not have someone that's absolutely so terrible that you're like, he's definitely not the right guy, you know? And I think Mac Jones did a good job of that. Like he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great. So he's just kind of like, they're definitely giving him another season after this, you know, like, and he might, and he might end up being like, I, I have no idea. Like a Sam. Darnold. I think Mac Jones is the real deal. Are you, I can't tell, Mike. Are you being facetious? It, it is looking kind of at apples you right now. and oranges if you think about it. Like Fitzpatrick was supposed to be a stopgap, right? And they they let him I hang around too long. Where Mac Jones yeah. is a rookie, and he he won the national championship like through five touchdowns, like four hundred sixty four yards. Dude, that's college. That's college, man. You can't compare college. He's, he's got can't. no receivers. That was a case. NCAA records for completion percentage, passer rating, like the number like Alabama is basically the thirty third NFL team. I, I not this year. I do not I'm not happy the Patriots have Mac Jones. I think it's gonna be good. Oh, I don't think that I don't I don't I don't think he's gonna be bad. I don't know for sure though. I can't say for sure after today that he's going to be good. He's going to be runner-up for Rookie of the Year. Nothing he did today, which was, I'm just like, wow. Like, where did you watch Josh Allen? Let them down today, I would say. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing, nothing Mac Jones where he was making throws where I'm just, there was a couple of plays where he extended. There was that one third down where he extended with his feet. He ran 16 yards on third and 10. And then there was like that third and 14 where he, where he found a, a guy open. Um, that was a good throw. It might have been Hunter Henry. Uh, like there were some good plays for sure. I'm I'm not afraid of him at all, though. At least at this point, he is still a rookie, so he looked good for a rookie. Uh, but yeah, and I, but I guess not, I'm not for Chase. Worried. He's rookie of the year. Like, what more do you want from him? There's nobody around him. Should he should he be though? I mean, uh, Najee Harris had a great season with the wor- one of the worst offensive lines. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if Mac Jones is number two by default. Let's go to the DraftKings Sportsbook at the Lago and look up the odds. Okay, while while Mike's doing that, I'm going to go over the other stats for the. Okay, here they are. The, uh, darn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you go read them? <laughs> well, I mean, quarterbacks are always going to have a, like a higher probability of winning any award, right? So you don't want me to do it. I, well, no, go ahead. I'm just saying preemptively. He does not. Let's just say Mac if Jones it doesn't does not support get, what he wants, then it's meaningless. It doesn't get John John's vote for the uh, <laughs> the rookie of the year. I don't think he's top two. I will bet you he is. He, he, <laughs> we'll have our first... he very well could be, but that's not how I would vote. Jamar Chase and then Mac Jones are the two guys on the board. Where's Najee Harris? Is he on the board? Not on my list. He's not on your list. Of two. (laughs) 
Anyway, I agree with John on this one. Najee Harris over Mac Jones. Thank you. Thank <laughs> leading, you. leading Russia for the Patriots, Damian Harris. <laughs> he helped me win my fantasy league. So, you know. <laughs> bias. Bias there. <laughs> you know what people don't care about other people talking about? Their dreams. And their not, it's not a dream. It's a reality. I, I have won my dynasty league two of the last three years. So, I mean, you know, yeah. and whatever, you know, not, I don't mean to brag. Not, I was going to say you, a you humble brag. Up. That's oh. not even a humble brag. That's just a straight up brag. <laughs> you know, I don't even care. It's the only reason that John wants him in the in the rookie of the year conversation is because it won him his fantasy league. <laughs> but you're right, Mike. I don't care about anyone else's fantasy league or anyone else's dreams unless I'm in them. You're right. It's like looking through picture albums. Am I in this picture album? Like, I don't even look through Facebook no, picture sometimes albums. Sometimes I dream about you guys. You're just background characters, usually. <laughs> background <laughs> characters with you and Josh Allen. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're, st- we're standing outside the cabin while you and Josh are in the cabin. <laughs> well, you got to wait your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, Damian Harris, the leading rusher for the Patriots, nine carries on 30 yards. And the leading receiver for the Patriots, Kendrick Bourne, eight re- or, uh, seven receptions on eight targets for 77 yards and two touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, which was uh, on, that, on that one touchdown, which you guys can't see because it's audio format, but John always does a different background in his Skype call. And uh, this this... This episode, he has the dildo in the on the on the field, and when that first happened, and he was pointing, and Bourne was pointing to the dildo, right? Like, what is that? Like, he's pointing to it. What? What are you guys talking? You don't remember? Did you not see the dildo on the field? I thought that was a Bill Belichick bobblehead. (laughs) (laughs) You were saving that one. (laughs) Yeah, I was saving that one. (laughs) Nice. Well played. Uh, I I thought it was a flag at first. I'm like, why why was there a flag? Like nobody could have passed interfered or whatever. Um, and he was pointing to it. I thought Bourne was pointing to it, like, oh hey, what's this uh, what's this penalty flag on the ground for? You know. And then John sent me the text in the group chat. My brother in law sent me the text. He's like, dude, someone threw a dildo. I was like, oh my god, I didn't. I had no idea. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I was like, oh, I thought it was a penalty flag. And he's like, yeah, I thought it was a penalty flag too, except they're not, they're not usually that veiny. So. <laughs> so shout out to my brother-in-law on that one, um, that joke. So those were, oh, wait, I have a few more stats. This is what's really cool about today's win is there were a lot of stats that were very unique to uh, today's win. Uh, most touchdown passes in Bill's playoff history. Jim Kelly has 21. Josh Allen has eight. He moves into second in franchise history uh, in this game. Uh, players with 250 passing yards and 60 rushing yards and four passing touchdowns in an NFL playoff game. Otto Graham in 1950 and Josh Allen in 2021. Those are the only two. John's a big Otto Graham fan. John, right? Yeah, I, for sure. Josh Allen's in good company there. I, I kind of always had like my top like three quarterbacks of all time. Like I would have Unitas, Montana, and Otto Graham. And then speaking of Montana, early in the game when Allen had that first touchdown pass, that the broadcasters like on the TV, they're like, oh, you know, that, that's like oh, reminiscent of Joe Montana to Dwight Clark, and that 
and that uh, iconic game against Dallas. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, Montana reference. They're comparing Josh Allen to Joe Montana. That's awesome, right? That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to be in the same breath and just such an amazing game for, for him to uh, – I mean, Otto Graham. I mean, Otto Graham was like – that that record that he just was like before most of our parents were born. Even. Yeah, Otto so Graham won Graham. seven championships and hit like numerous MVPs and like he was he was amazing in his own right. Yeah, not enough not enough Otto Graham talk. I feel like they should name the MVP after someone like that. You know, like the MVP award, the Otto Graham award, right? Like something like that. Like there's a Lombardi Trophy. Let's give the MVP. You know, just I don't know. Like, like for example, like whoever wins a rushing record each year should be like the OJ Simpson award, right? Like the OJ Simpson rushing award, right? Like, I think that's what people would strive for and would really want to win. He had, he had the best single season rushing year. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know what I, we were just talking about rushing records, Mike. I don't know why. I don't know what there is to rile up. Um, there's been 500 90 plus playoff games in NFL history. Josh Allen becomes the very first player to have 300 plus passing yards, five plus passing touchdowns, and 60 plus rushing yards in a single playoff game. The Bills have scored 47 plus points in a playoff game for the second time in team history. The only other time they scored more than 47 points, John, Mike, who knows? This is your pop quiz hot shot moment. I'm sorry, I was a little sick. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> That's. Sounds about right. Uh, the other, the only other time, the only other time in Bills playoff history where they've scored more than forty-seven points. Oh, fifty-three points, AFC Championship against the Raiders. Yep, fifty-one points, fifty-one to three. Oh, AFC 51, Sorry, yeah. it's okay. You got ahead of yourself. You got excited. You got I got excited. excited. Yeah. <laughs> Not a Josh Allen in the cabin sort of excited, but excited. Uh, the Bills are the first team in NFL history with no punts, field goal, field goals, or turnovers in a game. All right, those were stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, I have a couple more stats. Josh Allen had his fifth passing touchdown in the game, a Bills, a new Bills single-game playoff record. And, okay, okay, that was the last one. Wait, the Bills are the first team in, Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl era to score a touchdown on each of their first five drives in a playoff game. And as you know, as somebody that watched the game, uh, they had seven, seven in a row. Seven touchdowns and, and no turnovers to show for that. So those were stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. We are going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to do our giveaways, our wall of famers and wall of shamers. And Sweet Sassy Molassie plays the game, so stick around. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to uh, Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. This is our recap show. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm with my co-hosts, John and Mike, and we have six more items to give away uh, in the podcast uh, realm and give away signed memorabilia, some jerseys, uh, some mini helmets, some uh, 16 by 20 uh, uh, posters or whatever. Uh, So I'm going to uh, name six people. I'm going to just keep doing it till the bills keep winning until I run out of stuff, uh, for all you guys. So, uh, if you're interested in getting in on the giveaways, just leave us a five-star review in Apple podcasts and, and just mention CTW somewhere in the review. So I know that you're uh, talking about us, CTW circling the wagon, CTW pod, whatever you want. I've got a couple of recent uh, reviews lately and any any review we obviously appreciate but there was one that mentioned uh how it's just like uh listening or just like talking with your buddies about the bills like talking with your friends about the bills specifically talking about us and uh and those those reviews i always enjoy the most because that's basically what we're doing i mean uh we were doing this before we had a podcast we talk on the uh, talk about the bills you watch games with each other and be like, man, like, you know, this is, this is, this is interesting stuff. Like this is, I feel like we have uh, some insightful conversation. Um, Maybe not so much Mike, but like John and I were really hitting it off like at that point. So, um, (laughs) but like when people say stuff like that, like that means a lot because there's a lot of you that like talk with your buddies the same way. And we're just an extension of that. And then there's a lot of you out there that are listening that maybe don't have bills, uh, uh, bills, uh, friends, where you live, like maybe you've moved from a to a different city, or do maybe just in the area that you live, you just you just haven't kept in contact with those friends, so you don't have that outlet like uh, like others do. And so the fact that you make us part of that outlet, like it means a lot, it means a lot to us, uh, and to be a part of that. So so thank you guys all for leaving reviews for us. Um, I'm gonna list off six winners. Uh, we have. Andrew underscore GK11. That's Andrew underscore GK11. Nickname 1357911. Nickname 1357911. Lonigan Sean. That's Lonigan Sean. Ryan Sato. That's Ryan Sato. And Joey GNY. That's Joey GNY. You guys are all winners. If you could message me over Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the easiest way, or email us ctwpod at gmail.com. Um, let me know that you won, and uh, I'll send you the list of the items that are still available. Those were the giveaways of today's episode brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Now let's go into our sweet, sassy, molassy plays of the game. Sweet, sassy, molassy. Get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rubdown. Sweet, sassy, molassy plays of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. John, I'll start with you. 
what do you have as your sweet sassy molassie play of the game? This is tough. I am kind of caught between two plays, uh, but I'm going to go with the Micah Hyde interception. That was super sweet, sassy, molassy. Uh, yeah, definitely going with that. It was, yeah, it was the sassiest and the molassiest. That was a good one. Mike, what about you? Same. It looked like Al Galore had a touchdown and it was tied up. and That was a 14-point swing. Hyde just covered so much distance and just, I don't know if it was the camera angle or uh, what, but like I said, I thought it was a touchdown and the <laughs> the swing and emotion made it really stick out. I, I like that one too. And just because you guys both went that way, I'm not going to go that way, but that, that was, doesn't make sense. That was, that was, I, I, I had a tie between, I had the tide between the two of them and I'm just going to go with the Dawson Knox eight yard touchdown in the, the first touchdown of the game where Josh Allen is scrambling around for mm, like over nine seconds. One. And, and you think that he's just, it looked like he was almost throwing it away. Right, like he's tossing it up in the end zone, and you're just like, no one's gonna catch that. Right, he's like throwing it in the stands, and then sure enough, Dawson knocks like like high points it. That was the play that John referenced earlier about the Frank Clark play, like it, unbelievable, unbelievable play rushing around, unbelievable pass, unbelievable Dwight catch. Clark. Dwight Clark, Frank Clark, Dwight Clark, whatever. <laughs> Lois and Clark, who cares? It was a it was a great catch. It was a great touchdown. Um, I like both those plays. Uh, it's funny too because, like, like during the plays, like throw it away. Why are you going to take a sack? Just throw it away. <laughs> and he just he just evades another tackler at the just, end just to throw it to to Knox. It's like, oh, all right, yeah, I guess you know what you're doing. Minus having like a defender draped around his waist, like tackling him at the same moment. It was almost like last week's uh, touchdown with Stephon Diggs, like going out of bounds, like getting two feet in like an amazing amazing play all around by both it's just did you guys see the highlights from the Bengals game i saw the uh are you talking about the whistled call specifically yeah, like it's i thought it was reminiscent is reminiscent when it was only three hours before but kind of similar rolling to the right right before you go out of bounds hit the guy in the back of the end zone yes the whistle the controversial whistle play mm-hmm. was, was quite similar i thought yeah yeah good call yeah similar not reminiscent, but similar. Similar. How? How? We need kind to find mirrors, a time. Eh? We, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We need to certainly find a time frame. Certainly didn't harken back to anything. Harken back? No, no that's no way. Uh, no, no. <laughs> it would have had to like harken back. Is like we can finally start harkening back to like the Super Bowl years, right? Like that's that's finally in the harkening back stage, right? Or is it even sooner? Ten years? Five years? Whatever. Um, those for our listeners that have been listening all season. When I hearken back to something that was like a week before, <laughs> it's like, I think that this hearkened back to last week's game. And I was told you cannot hearken back to things that were only a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, well, okay. So Sweet Sassy Molassie plays the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Well, let's talk about Gettysburg of the game. Four score and seven years ago. I mean, I'd, I'd argue that that it would be your sweet sassy molassy play of the game. That was that went from potentially well, it was kind of underthrown, so it probably wouldn't have been a touchdown. But like that went from being almost what do you seven, mean? seven. You don't think that would have been a touchdown? Uh, maybe it would have been. Maybe, maybe hard to tell the angle. John, 
Never mind, John. Um, that wouldn't that wouldn't have been a touchdown. <laughs> no, I think I think it might have been. I, I was on the fence. I was on the fence, and then someone on Twitter is like, "Yeah, that was underthrown." So I was like, "Okay, well, obviously you had a better, <laughs> you know, you, you must have a better vantage point than I do." But um, yeah, yeah, it went. It was that's a seven point swing. That's got to be the Gettysburg of the game uh, for me, or maybe you could say. Uh, where Isaiah McKenzie fumbled the ball, but it was out of bounds on the first kickoff return of the game, and it didn't end up just going right to the Patriots and the Patriots getting the ball on the first possession. Um, I don't know. What do you guys is it? Is it the Mike Hyatt interception? It's got to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. John? What were you talking, Gettysburg? Yes. Oh, jeez, no, John. Never mind. There's no Gettysburg. There's no Oh, because they... I'm, there's no Gettysburg. They right. took the field. The hide play is the perfect Gettysburg. North is ahead. They are. They the already victory. had the momentum. They had the touchdown. Like, yeah, but not for that play. It's seven seven. Yeah, they were they, driving. They, they, they were not getting a touchdown on the play. Mac Jones was looking pretty good okay. on that drive. <laughs> That's what happens when we stay up late, right? <laughs> we, uh, yeah. I don't know. I we could go back and read your your text. Like, oh born. my gosh! That's please no, <laughs> Mac Jones is so good. They're definitely going to score a touchdown on this play. Are you yeah, reading that's a transcript? Definitely did not happen on my end. So <laughs> we we can go ahead and screenshot all of that. Chad's want. like one one text will be like <laughs> game's over. The next one will be like Super Bowl baby. <laughs> Actually, this might be the first game this year where I didn't text game over. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't have to punt. Um, so those were the sweet. Those were the that was the Gettysburg of the game. We did sweet sassy molassy plays of the game. I want to give a shout out to a couple of other plays. Um, I like the the Tommy Doyle touchdown, which I mentioned earlier. So I won't go into that one. Um, there was that Gabriel Davis touchdown, which I thought was pretty awesome because he kind of shook off. It was an amazing catch, and he shook off the defender and just walked into the end zone. Like that was, I mean, that was. I love that. I love that. You rarely see a Bills. It was it was almost like the guy couldn't tackle. He was just like, get off me. Like, get off me. And he actually had a chance to, like, s- just stride into the end zone. Just, like, cock walk into the end zone. It was amazing. All right. That was the Gettysburg of the Game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Now let's go into Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Let's start with the Wall of Fame. Wall John, I'll start with you for, uh, for, you know what? I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. When it's um, it, like, it should be whatever. Okay. J- Mike, <laughs> you go first. All right. <laughs> Have at it, Hoss. <laughs> I, I just think when it's painfully obvious, it should be more of a discussion or be removed. Like I'm going to say Josh Allen. You're going to say Josh Allen. Josh is, or, um, John is going to say something completely different just to be contrarian. <laughs> Am I right so far? Maybe. Uh, we're okay, both- I'm going to say Josh Allen. Nate, who are you going to say? <laughs> I got to give, uh, actually, I'm going to give it to Josh Allen. I'm going to give it to Josh Allen. <laughs> okay, John. <laughs> well, obviously, whatever I say it, that is yeah, see? going to be, com- quote, completely different because it's a different name. <laughs> Putting the word completely in front of the word different 
I, I don't know about Look, that. Look, no, listen, Ellen, listen. I don't know how much of the offense he accounted for, but the running, the pat, like it's just his command of the offense. There's nobody else. I won't. I won't argue that Josh Allen is a fine choice. My choice. <laughs> my choice is Sean McDermott. The entire team was running on all cylinders. Not just Josh Allen, who was amazing in his own right, but the run game with Devin Singletary. The offensive line with the amazing blocking across the board, passing and run blocking. Everything was fantastic. The seven drives, seven touchdowns, minimal mistakes, no turnover. Like everything was perfect. I'm giving everything to Sean McDermott on this game. Only because if I couldn't give it to Sean McDermott, I would just give it to everybody, right? Like that's my choice. Yeah, I, I like that one, John, because like you mentioned, Josh Allen had an amazing game, but it wasn't just Josh Allen that had an amazing game. It was the defense, the defense, the offensive line making holes for the running backs. I mean, it was it was across the board. It was an unbelievable game. Yeah. This is the kind of game where, like, um, you know, we did a Twitter Spaces earlier, uh, which hopefully I can post that maybe. Um, if you're not following us, please do at CTW Pod, like Circling the Wagons Pod. And I mentioned though that, like, this is the kind of game where you could like talk about with your kids, with your grandkids. Like, this is like it almost feels like that level. Now, if they win the Super Bowl, obviously that's more important. But like, this is a momentous win in almost every fashion. Uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna go with that one. Um, wall of Fame. So let's go into our Wall of Shame. 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 Yeah, it's tough to find a wall of shame into this uh, into this win. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Bass, only because he was off tonight, and because the Bills were it was such a lopsided win, nobody really noticed as much. But he had two missed uh, point afters. Uh, one was one was blocked completely, which I don't know if you can really put it on him. But the other one was a miss, and then there's a second one that was almost a miss that he doinked it off the uprights. I mean, just just off today, just. Just not a great game from Tyler Bass altogether. I mean, of course, he did get the other point afters. Um, but so, I mean, hey, five out of seven is pretty good, right? Five out of seven, but still. Uh, uh, what do you... Uh, you can't give it to Bass because he knew he... he I'll sound like John, but he knew enough to keep it from 28-3 with that missed field goal. Oh. Yeah. Because he knew the Patriots would come back if that was the case? That, that would have made all of us nervous, I think. Hmm. 27-3 doesn't have the same ring to it. All right. I changed my Wall of Fame nominee to Tyler Bass for that. Thank you. Uh, Mike, who do you have on your Wall of Shame? Wait, you took him off, you mean? Or you put him on? I'm putting him on my Wall of Fame for stopping the Patriots or stopping the game from not going 23. Oh, on the Wall of Fame. On the Wall of Fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Did I say Wall of Shame? I meant take him off the Wall no, of no, Shame. No, no, no. Put him on my gotcha. Wall of Fame. Who do you have on your Wall of Shame, Mike? I agree with you. I would have said Bass because it definitely an off night but keeping it 28-3 couldn't do it to him John? i no but nobody except like nobody? the mckenzie fumble could have changed everything um i'm just lucky that it went the way it did can i say my runner up for wall of shame was actually tyrell dodson because uh when micah hyde started fielding punts right after that that you know fumble at the very the opening kickoff all he was doing for the most part was you know, just fielding them, right? Just fair catching them. And then there was that one punt 
where he almost ran it back and he like he wasn't going to field it and then he ended up picking it up and he made a few moves and all of a sudden he's running around the edge right like you have Micah Hyde you know all pro safety like doing his best impression of Devin Hester or what the human joystick Devin Dante Hall right like he's running around the edge and if it wasn't for a block by uh, Tyrell Dodson where it, it wasn't like he even got in his way by mistake like he was making a block but Mike Hyde tripped over his legs as the as uh, Dodson was making the block. Uh, he would have he would have had six. He would have had six there. Um, so I, I was thinking about giving it to to Tyrell Dodson, but that's that's more of just like another. It's like, man, are you really trying to find some? So you're, you're you're almost going out of your way to find something wrong. John, John, who do you have on your wall of shame? Nobody's on the wall of shame. Come on, the the. One Tyler Bass, the blocked. I, I'm not going to put the blocked one on him. Okay, he had one other miss after that. Whatever. Nobody, nobody gets the wall of shame today. Everybody's on the wall of fame. Let's go. Let's go, Bills. <laughs> Wait, I have one. I don't know if it's wall of fame or wall of shame, but how about how about nepotism? It exists in all times and all places, right? Thank goodness it is alive and well in New England. We have Steve Belichick coaching the linebackers. <laughs> Brian Belichick coaching the safeties. Awesome. <laughs> it's a one time where it's like you've seen nepotism just fail miserably. Just making the apple rotten in the core. <laughs> Once Brian Flores left, right? Bill yeah. taking over defensive play calling and the defense is a huge weakness for the as much as you guys are unimpressed with Mac Jones, I don't see him being the weak weak link. I think uh the defense is uh, subpar in New England. Yep. It was so subpar that Dave Portnoy, the president uh, over at Barstool, uh, was just like melting down over Twitter, which was so, so awesome to see. Just like uh, emergency press conference, like he holds those. And I don't hate Dave Portnoy. I know some people just hate him just either A, because he runs Barstool or B, because he's a Patriots fan. I don't hate, like some of the things I think he's, he does is really funny and some things is like really entertaining like that whole robin hood thing when that happened like i i enjoyed the hell out of davy uh day trader or whatever he does um davy day trader global global but like when he was just like our team sucks and blah 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 and he's just talking about it and i'm waiting for it because i'm like is he ever gonna give credit to the bills for this win is he gonna mention how good the bills are playing right now and he did to his credit so it was good to see Patriots fans, but you know, the Patriot, he's not the one, he's not the Patriots fans that it's like the ones that, that haven't ever lived through a bad time because they're like 30 years old and all they know is Patriots and Brady and all that stuff growing up. Like those are the ones that are just completely entitled that have no idea what to do with themselves, which I'm just, I'm just enjoying. It's like when Cartman licks the tears off of, uh, in that one episode off of the one kid. That's that's how I feel. All right, let's read a few tweets over on Twitter. After every game, I uh, I write who or what is on your wall of fame and wall of shame in today's win. And uh, I'll read a few of these. Uh, Bill Lasso is in. He writes, wall of fame, Viagra. I'm sure that everyone from Josh to Singletary to Hyde was taking it tonight. I guess it works. Wall of shame, no one. Team was great. Fellas, revenge is a dish best served cold. Gettysburg, the Micah Hyde snatching that interception like it was meant for him. Wow, Bill Lasso crushing it. Crushing it. Viagra. Viagra was a funny thing 
leading into uh, this week's game. Bart Scott saying the Bills better. Josh Allen better take some Viagra, you know, get the blood flowing. Why doesn't he just jump up and down? Is that the only way that you can get the blood flowing is Viagra? I guess so. <laughs> Jason Statham writes, Wall of Fame, the F in Buffalo Bills. Both sides of the ball was out of this world. Wall of Shame, the Pats, for actually thinking they had a chance of winning. <laughs> His Wall of Shame is the Pats for showing up. Like, how dare they? How dare they have a think they have a chance of winning um this is just the start one down three to go the best performance i've ever seen and it was totally worth staying up until 4 15 in the morning to watch yeah absolutely you know what's you know what's cool too is it was a saturday so like we're not going to work tomorrow like this is amazing this is this is how it should be every prime time game Rory Doolin writes, Wall of Fame, Josh freaking Allen, Micah Hyde, Singletary. What a day. What a statement. What a time to be alive. Wall of Shame, the weather, the fact that we didn't put up a 50-burger. I don't know. I can't think of anything more. <laughs> a shout-out to the – that was also going to be on my honorable mention of Wall of Fame was the Bills Mafia for showing up today like they did tonight in such a uh, in such cold, cold conditions. Um, unbelievable. First packed, sold-out. Bills playoff game since 1996. So uh, also, you know, I like the Micah Hyde shout out for Wall of Fame. Um, I was going to say Dawson Knox along with Devin Singletary. Dawson Knox had another great game, just a matchup nightmare. When Bill and the Bill the Belichick brothers, when they try to take away Stefan Diggs, man, the Josh just find someone else, find someone else to throw to. The Violet Wanderers, right? Uh, Wall of Fame, Allen, Allen, Allen. I think they wrote like 12 fire emojis. Fire emojis for my boy. Wall of shame, special teams. The almost muffed punt and other errors could have cost us against a team that wasn't led by McCorkle. Call for my mommy, Jones. <laughs> Private Joker 2003 wrote, um, I already submitted mine, but I wanted to clarify that Matt Hawk is still on my wall of shame for his terrible holding that obviously cost Bass, uh, Bass to miss two extra points. Man, if that's the reason why, jeez, I did not know that. That's new. All right, I'm going to read a few more just because it's uh, it's a little bit late. We're going to try to get a few more in. Phil Miller is in. He writes, Wall of Fame, Allen, Knox, Singletary, and Hyde. Wall of Shame, Dable for staying warm in the booth. <laughs> Dable's got some insulation. I wouldn't just say it's just uh, him for staying. Of course, he was, you know, he's calling some, some fire plays out there. Gettysburg, Hyde's interception in the first quarter. Josh Allen fire emoji rating, all the fire emojis. <laughs> bills by a billion. Go Bills. All right, let's do You know, it. Brian da- speaking of Brian Dable, maybe he was saving all his best plays. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he only uh had to crack o- crack open a couple of those because they were only down, you know. They were never down at any point. So man, maybe he's got some more. I think he's gonna save some for the for the Chiefs. Next week, hopefully, maybe if they, that's who they play. All right. Big R is in Wall of Fame. Josh Allen with more touchdown passes than incompletions. Motor, the offensive line, and the whole defense was also spectacular. There was that one cool play. Shout out to the offensive line um, where Isaiah McKenzie was running around the edge and Mitch Morris was like throwing a block right in front of him. Like they, they, they mentioned it on the broadcast, but Mitch Morris hiking the ball and then getting out ahead of. Isaiah McKenzie, one of the fastest guys on the team. Like that's that's cool. Like that was that was awesome to see. Wall of Shame, Bass got to make those extra points, but they were truly extra. Gettysburg, sweet sassy molassy hides beautiful interception. 
Viva Los Bills writes, Wall of Fame, the guy who threw who threw the dildo. <laughs> Josh Allen, five fire emojis and the offensive line, particularly Mitch Morris and Rick Bates. <laughs> I like how they call him Rick Bates. Wall of Shame, Tyler Dodson for tripping Hyde on that punt return. Yes, Tyra Gettysburg of the game. Hyde's pick on the end zone. In the end zone. I think he's Let's see if I can get one more in. Phil Masterson. Phil Masterson, you're going to end this podcast with yours. Wall of Fame, the whole freaking team. Seven touchdowns and seven drives is just incredible. Wall of Shame, um, pass. Maybe Bass for the missed kicks. Gettysburg, the Hyde INT. 20 years of payback in one night. Go freaking Bills. And with on that note, we're going to end the Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers segment brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Guys, uh, I mean, we covered a lot. This is, I mean, what an amazing, what an amazing game to talk about, to podcast and, and discuss with you guys and circling the wagons. Um, so grateful that we could do this. So happy that we were able to do this instead of talking about when we lose, this is normally when I do our uh, thanks to everyone for uh, for you know being part of this podcast and all that other garbage. But tonight was a huge win. All we did was enjoy ourselves and uh, and yeah, yeah. Mike, John, is there anything else that you want to add to this? No, I'm just really excited they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, they're really looking forward to this for a long time. So <laughs> you know, go Bills. Feels good. So that was John sign off. I'm guessing for Mike. What a game. Very excited for next week. Go Bills. <laughs> for me, Nate, ding dong, the Pats are dead. Reminded me of that uh, that part in Karate Kid where uh, the guy says, no mercy to Johnny. And that was Sean McDermott today. No mercy. Go Bills. Buffalo, stand up. It's the mafia. <laughs> uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yo, uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah, a Buffalo Bill City. Yo, we got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. Yeah. Mike McKenzie on a jet sweep, maybe it's a fake. Honestly, it's a TD either way. When you got Diggs and Bees and Gabe Davis, three-headed single Terry Moss Brader. Who gon' stop us? We the greatest. Forget Mahomes, forget Kelsey, forget Hill. Come and replay us, cause we ready. Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody Four, we ready. Kick they bucket like Ike, yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike, are you ready? Season tickets, I'm hype up the team ready. Buffalo, this is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow Mafia, you know we on a roll No competition and it's not even close It's a Bill City A Buffalo Bill City It's a Bill City Yeah A Buffalo Bill City Yeah we got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not 
close. It's a Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. 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 A Buffalo Bill City. Buffalo Bill City. Yeah. What? It's a Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. A Buffalo Bill yeah. City. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Taryn Johnson with a pick six. It's just too easy. Don't pass it to Treyway. Please believe me, we got high right behind him and Poya free. Please don't run up the middle unless you wanted me to star. Greg Rousseau will show you what he's about. Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around him. Our team is grounded. Oh, yeah. Sebastian like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody Ford. We ready. Kick they bucket like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets. I'm hype up the team. Ready. Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill yeah. City. Yeah. 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 A Buffalo Bill City. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs> more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.